0: Welcome to the Principles of Success, and today is the last episode. A lot has happened over the course of the year. I've learned a couple additional things, realized I missed a couple of things, and the podcast grew a whole lot. So, for everyone that started listening this year, I do recommend going back to the previous season, because each season is a different subject and cover has different emphases. And emphasis <laughs> Um, so if you haven't listened to the older episodes, go listen to those. And thank you all for listening, especially thank you to the people who have reached out to me on Instagram. So the best way to get a hold of me, if you're wanting to get a hold of me, is through Instagram. Uh, My Instagram handle is Nathan Dickison, so N-A-T-H-A-N-D-I-C-K-E-S-O-N. If you look at the podcast, it should have my name spelt correctly, Uh, and just at Nathan Dickison. So if you ever want to reach out to me, go ahead, and especially thank you to the people who have reached out to me, because there's multiple times where I've almost said screw it to this podcast, it's just a side project for me to practice my improv skills, and I have other more demanding things for my time that produce more money. And has a better ROI. But for the people who have reached out to me, you're the ones that made me want to continue doing this podcast. Because you all kept talking about the impact that it's had on you. So I appreciate that. It helps me keep going and doing this, even though it takes so much work. So thank you for reaching out. Um, other quick announcement deals. I, am, I don't think I will have time. I was going to try... And do four bonus episodes for the end of this year. Um, But so much has been happening on my life and the personal life side of things. That I don't think I'm going to get those done. However, I'm also not sure if I'll have everything finalized and set up for for the podcast to start up in January. So I might have the four bonus episodes and might do those anyway. And they'll just be in January, and there'll just be a small gap during the December month. Cause, you're all busy with holidays anyway, so... It doesn't really matter, I'm busy with the holidays. Enjoy your frickin' Christmas. Also, Happy Thanksgiving! I'm recording this just before I leave for my Thanksgiving trip, so Happy Thanksgiving! I hope you enjoy your lovely turkey. Or ham. I know some people don't like turkey. Anyway, that should cover most of the business stuff. So for today, I thought I'd talk about... uh, Oh, one more thing. Go check out my book, The Blueprint of Wealth. It is available on Amazon. I even have it in audiobook form now. So if you're interested in listening to it in audio, you can hear me talk, because I read it myself, much more professionally than this, um, on Amazon by Audible. So go check out The Blueprint of Wealth, especially if you want to become wealthy. And that's the other thing I forgot next season is going to be about money. So all the people who like success, that's their favorite subject to talk about and that's what we're finally getting to is finances, personal wealth, becoming successful financially. I did health first cause you need the energy and capabilities to be able to perform so that way you can then produce income. So that's what the next season is about. But for this episode, What I was thinking is just kind of covering things I missed, things that I would like to slightly correct and add notes to, and just some extra things that I learned uh, throughout the year in regards to health. So first up, let's talk about milk and fruit. I feel like I was a little bit too harsh on them in this season. I eat fruit every day. Fruit is fantastic for you. Do not hesitate to eat fruit. And I said that in the episode, but I also spent a lot of time warning against the high sugar content in fruit. And if you are trying to lose weight, eating more vegetables instead of fruit does help. Especially not having fruit smoothies. And I talked about that in the episode that I talked about fruit, so go check out that episode um, when you're wanting to learn about food. Milk, um, the science is still pretty conflicted on milk. And that's basically what I said in the episode, but I did kind of an experiment on myself this year, over the last several months, because, I've talked about it before, I really struggle to put on weight. I just have a super, super high metabolism. Like, off-the-charts high metabolism. There's nothing wrong with me, it's just really, really high. So I've been drinking a gallon of milk a day, and it's working, it's putting on weight. I'm actually building muscle and putting on weight for the first time in my life. I've been trying to figure out how to do it, for a really long time, and it's finally working. I've gained 30 pounds this year, and most of it is in muscle. So from my analytical point of view, there's definitely nothing wrong with milk. I was a little nervous about it with dental health, but talking to my dentist and from me just having naturally bad teeth, it actually didn't make the teeth worse. In fact, I had a pretty good year in terms of teeth health. So. In my personal opinion, milk's great. Drink all the milk you want. And if you're trying to put on weight, drink a ton of milk. The only reason why you might want to avoid milk when trying to lose weight is the same reason why you want to avoid all drinks when you're trying to lose weight. Because anything besides water has calories in it. And I've talked about my con- um, condemnation of calories in a previous episode this season, near the beginning. So go check out that episode. But Calories are still a thing, and calories, milk, a gallon of milk has roughly estimated uh, 2,500 calories in it. So, that's about as much as what most people eat in a day. So, by chugging that, I was able to really amp up the calorie intake. Um, Next, I wanted to just add a little bit of knowledge that I found out about the vegetable oils. So, that's your canola oil, your vegetable oil, your... Um, soy oil, all of those oils. I found this out. Most of those weren't put in place because we needed a replacement for the fats that we were demonizing. They were factory byproducts that we had no way of getting rid of. So they decided that they should market it as a food product and as a substitute for all the good healthy fats that we've eaten throughout history. So that's what they did. So all those oils, are just factory byproducts that they don't really have a good use for. Another fun fact about soup. Um, soup, be- just because of how cooking works, retains the most nutrients. Because when you boil food or cook food, all the nutrients get zapped out into whatever um, filament. I don't know what word I'm looking for. To So like when you boil food, all the nutrients go into the water and then you drain the water. And all of those nutrients went down the drain. So soup is super efficient at keeping in the nutrients. And is so good at it that the Romans actually for a period of time tried to outlaw feeding soldiers anything but soup. Because it's super effective for feeding mass numbers of people efficiently. So I just thought I'd add that in because I thought it was really cool that Romans tried to make it illegal not to eat soup. Um, Another little insight I've realized was, so I've condemned grains pretty hard in the episodes as well, and I still condemn grains really hard. The science is very clear on that. But one thing I realized was kind of the pairing for grains and other foods a lot of times. So like, for instance, rice. There's like next to no nutrients in white rice, and but they did stuff to make it white rice for various reasons. Um, There's still not a whole lot in brown rice, but they purposely made it white rice because they wanted to basically limit the detrimental effects of brown rice. Anyway, I realized that they beca- grains, because they have such low nutrient value, are oftentimes paired with super, super nutrient-dense value foods that kind of help balance out the thing. F- grains fill your belly, but they don't contain what you need and they damage your Innards. So, in the past, where food was scarce, grains were super useful. Anyway, rice and like seaweed. Seaweed's super nutrient dense. Think sushi. Breads were usually eaten with like soup. And I just talked about how soup is nu- nutrient dense. So, I just thought that was kind of a cool little insight that grains were paired with pretty nutrient dense foods historically. Next, I wanted to talk about faked foods. So these are foods that you think are you're buying one thing, and a lot of times you are not. I realized I was missing this, and this is really important. Because a lot of these foods are foods that you're buying to try and be healthy, and a lot of times you're not buying what you're thinking. So first and foremost, honey. Honey is the most fake food in the world. And the fakers have gotten really, really good at faking it. And you can watch all sorts of videos on how they fake honey and... T- try it all of these you can watch videos on how to try and avoid fake the faked foods as much as possible but the easiest answer is for faked foods especially things like honey is buying locally so that way you know you're getting who you're getting it from but if you're buying it in the store odds are especially for honey most of it of the contents of that honey isn't actually honey so honey super faked olive oil. Olive oil is also really really faked super often. And you're buying it because you're trying to avoid those other oils and that's what they're replacing the olive oil with. And again just go watch videos on how to tell real olive oil from not. And there's actually a company I don't remember the name and I'm not endorsing it but they made really really good olive oil from Italy Um, and it was like $135 for three bottles, and it was super nice. Um, I think it was like the Olive Oil Club or something like that, so... If you find it, maybe comment below and let other people know, uh, what it is. But, olive oil, also super faked. And, most of the olive oil in the stores are fake, are vegetable oils, canola oils, those are things. And, they don't have to list them as fake oils on the things. So just reading the back won't necessarily help you either. You have to actually know how to tell real olive oil from fake olive oil. And then there's lots of other faked foods that are pretty common, but the only other one I thought I'd mention is pomegranate juice. Pomegranate juice a lot of times is just apple juice. And the reason why is because pomegranates are really expensive. So they try to dilute the pomegranate juice with apple juice to try and save a couple bucks. You're still getting some pomegranate juice, but a lot of it's just apple juice with a bit of pomegranate flavoring. Well, with a bit of pomegranate juice to it. That flavors it to be pomegranate D. So that's it for the food part of this episode and I realized it's already getting kind of long, so I'm going to rush through this next part which is kind of the fitness part. I don't I think I talked about it already, but cardio does not help you lose weight. Cardio is for your cardiovascular system, which is super important, but if your goal is weight loss, quit running, pick up some weights, get fit, build some muscle. Which leads into the next one it, that I realized I left out, which is a pound of muscle and a pound of fat weigh the same. They're both a pound. So the scale isn't as important as you think. Your goal is to get looking good, and that might involve putting on 10 pounds of muscle and losing 10 pounds of fat. You're, you'll are you still weigh the same, but you'll look infinitely better. Next, this is the one that really bugged me when a friend, when I was talking to a friend who was complaining about being fat, and it's just over and over again, I've noticed this. If you're fat, if you're heavy, if you're wanting to get looking better, and you haven't been to the gym at a minimum of three days a week for the last three months, then you have no room to talk. You're just all talk. You're just saying stuff, and you're not actually doing it, and people have all of these excuses as to why, oh, going to the gym doesn't work, I tried going to the gym, I actually gained weight when I went to the gym. If you haven't been doing it for long enough to start seeing the results, and you haven't been doing it consistently enough, and you haven't been lifting weights, and hitting the weights heavy enough to build muscle, then obviously you're not going to get the results. This thing takes time. But people want their excuses, and they will always have their excuses. Next thing I want to talk about is, um, I'm spacing on the word. Training to failure. Time under tension. Those are two of the phrases that go along with it. I'm spacing on the actual, actual, actual word. But anyway, to build muscle, you have to put your muscles to the extreme. So, if you just, let's say you do... 5 pounds, and you do 10 reps of 5 pounds, but you could have done 20 reps, well, then those 10 reps were completely pointless. Whenever you're doing reps, the whole point is to fatigue your muscles enough for those last 2 reps that are near failure, where your muscles are straining, because that's where the muscles tear, and muscle, and when muscles get teared, that's actually when new muscles are formed. So you have to train to failure. And also focus on muscle each muscle group per day. I talked about it a little bit on the uh, previous episodes. But don't go doing your triceps and squats in the same day. You can, but you need to try and fatigue your muscle groups. So this is where push-pull legs come in. You need to fatigue all the muscles that you're trying to target that specific day. So that way those muscles get beaten down, and then they need a couple days to rest. So that way they can recover and build up, so that way you can hit it again in a few days or next week. And scientifically, you only need about, uh, for maximum growth, you need about 10 reps uh, per week. So I like to do like six and four, because I work out six days a week, roughly. Um, so I'll do six the first time I'm working that muscle group, and then four the next time I'm working that muscle group, because I like to be lazier, and my muscles haven't fully recovered yet. But ten reps a week to failure, or close to failure, are what gets you about peak results for muscle building and weight loss, if that's your goal. So that's fitness, um, and then next I want to talk briefly, kind of on aromatics, soap, essential oils, yada yada yada. So I don't, I actually didn't get the chance to review my herbal episodes, but I don't think I talked about essential oils or aromatics that much. So, if you don't believe that scent has a powerful impact on your brain, go open up your fridge, go to the back, and find that rotten container that you forgot about two months ago, and take a big ol' whiff. Aromatics have a very powerful effect on your brain, and the different scents that are out there have different effects. And I didn't really talk about it too much because it's not my expertise, but a whole bunch of herbs and scents and stuff can have healing properties. And the whole idea behind the perfume industry is to try and make yourself smell good to be more attractive. And some of the chemicals they use supposedly hurt the brain. Like I said, it's not my big expertise, but I just wanted to mention it real quick. And then there's the aromatics aspects of essential oils, which are, you can put some droplets of oil into a diffuser. Um, I actually really like lava rock as a diffuser, but that's besides the point. Um, And the scent will help you with whatever effects that you're, whatever oil you're using to try and help treat the problem. Um, And then this is where I'm going to piss off all the essential oil people. The point of essential oils is to magnify the potency of the herb, of the plant, and all of its beneficial compounds. And this is the part where I'll piss them off. That's the same reason why we make modern medicines, um, because we're trying to increase the potency. So, like, let's take aspirin. Aspirin is made from aspartame, which is found in willow bark. Now, popping an aspirin pill will be more effective than... Boiling and drinking willow bark tea or chewing on willow bark So if you're interested in essential oils That's their pro over just making herbal extracts and stuff like that that are way cheaper and or taking herbal supplements They are much more potent so you get a better effect But that's also why we do modern medicines now modern medicines a lot of times have severe side effects So it's whatever you want to do And speaking of supplements, that's the last thing I really wanted to talk about real quick, because I didn't talk about gym supplements at all. So, protein powder, let's talk about that real quick. I hate protein powder. I don't use protein powder. There's absolutely nothing wrong with protein powder, especially whey protein powder. All that that is, is dehydrated milk proteins. So, in the process of different making, specifically I believe cheese, you take out the whey. And that's a byproduct. And then they just dehydrate it and turn it into whey protein powder. And it's been studied super heavily. It is very healthy for you. I don't like it because it makes you gassy and is very expensive. And I prefer just eating actual food or drinking a gallon of milk over um, making protein shakes. Um, next is creatine. There's a lot of myths about creatine. Creatine is one of the most studied supplements out there and it's perfectly healthy for you and you only take small doses it's about one bottle I believe a year maybe two years for like 30 bucks and if you're trying to build muscle creatine helps now it doesn't it's not a miracle thing like a lot of creatine people think but it does help it helps you put a little bit more oomph in each in each rep and over the course of a year that little more oomph can translate to some decent increase in results. So, I just wanted to add those in. That's it for the health season of the Principles of Success. I hope you all guys enjoyed. I wish you a Merry Christmas. And at some point, there may or may not be some several bonus episodes. The Monday Motivation episodes will be continuing weekly, because those are easy. Um, but otherwise... I will see you all in season three, where we will cover basically how to become wealthy. Oh, and go check out my book. Link should be below.